Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Chris Bowles of the Red Fishbowl Collective. If you're one of those people who listened to the conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now this week on the show, we have Palermo Stone. And for those of you who don't know Palermo Stone, he is a local Pittsburgh MC, rapper, hip-hop artist, whatever you want to call it. He makes music. And you know me, I like talking to musicians. I actually met Palermo at the Strip District Music Fest. He was a guest on the episode that I recorded live at the Strip District Fest. So if you listen to that episode, then you already got kind of a brief introduction on who Palermo is and where he came from and the people that he knows. But today, we're going all in. It's going to be just one-on-one. The two of us, we're really going to dig into that shit learn all about his come up, his inspirations, trials and tribulations, things that he's gone through both positive and negative, and where he's at now. He just released a, uh, an EP or an album, Hen Dog Millionaire, however you want to look at it, a mixtape. <laughs> that's actually that's actually funny. We talked about the word mixtape and using that word. Um, we talk about a lot of stuff and I don't want to blab too much, so Before we get into the conversation, if you're new to me and new to the show in general, you could find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at The Real Sykes. Start the Beat has a little Facebook fan page, which you can find if you go to your Facebook search bar, type in Start the Beat. If you like your podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher or some other type of podcasting hub chances are i'm probably there go to your search bar type in start the beat subscribe rate review do all that stuff that would be really nice and last but certainly not least start the beat is part of the epicast family which you can learn all about at epicastnetwork.com all right now without further ado my conversation with pittsburgh zone Palermo Stone. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat! Yep, yep, yep. Looks like it's doing it, so... Oh, yeah. So, so uh, I said we we we've, we've been here before, but not yeah. on like a one on one basis. <laughs> yep, yep. And since then, mm-hmm. some shit has happened for you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, uh, put out a mixtape, right? Yeah, I just put out a mixtape or an EP. Really, um, I don't really like to call it mixtapes. You, you know? know, it's funny. I was just uh, this dude that's <laughs> in this band. Uh, he's in a couple bands, but he's like a, an old rockhead dude. Yeah. He just tweeted like ten minutes ago, like, "What's the difference between an album and a mixtape? Am I just like <laughs> out of touch, or what's going on?" And I've always felt the same way. Yeah, it's like I really I don't know like how I feel about a mixtape, like or a free project would be like you're just kind of like. It's like a mixed CD, almost like uh, like the CDs you would make, like your girlfriend, like in like, like yeah, like, on a cassette tape. They're not like one hundred percent your songs. Maybe right, like yeah. random collaboration tracks. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, you spitting on somebody else's beat, right, right. like just like a hodge, like a compilation of yeah. random shit. Yeah, and that's, that's how I feel about mix. It's just like it, it's almost <laughs> like I would just like put like if I was like, hey, I want to put together like this tape for like my buddy to hear like the most recent music I've done. Yeah, and that would be like a mixtape. Sure. Um. But you, what you put out yeah. is all original stuff. All original stuff um, with a purpose and a meaning and, and a um, and a vibe, you know. So like everything kind of like ties into each other. Um, so that's why I really like to refer to it as an EP more than a um, a mixtape. Uh, mix yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
for anybody listening that doesn't know, why don't you uh, just do a quick intro? Yeah, well, I mean, um, I, I'll introduce you beforehand, but yeah. hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, Tell, yeah. Let the people know. Um, Palermo Stone, um, Pittsburgh, born and raised, um, McKeesport, born and raised, moved to Braddock, um, been there for a minute, man, and just... Um, it's been here, man. I, I had a, um, I've had a, a great career so far. I've done a lot of cool things. Um, now I'm really taking my solo career to a, um, to a new place. And yeah, life. how's the, how's the release doing? Um, it's doing amazing. Like I, I really <laughs> like, um, you know, you put so much work. You're kind of in like a, this like rabbit hole, like for like a long time. You know, just kind of like creating and thinking and, and. Um, you know, putting together like a, a project that means something to you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you never really, I don't know, at least me, like I never really think about how it's going to feel for anyone else um, until it's like finished and I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen to it. Like maybe this will sound cool. Like what songs go in this order or how is it supposed to feel? But the way people are receiving it is amazing. Like I haven't really, um, it's probably been the best reception immediately from a project I've ever released. Cool. So um, th this, yeah. um, in the timeline of things, how many uh, EPs or albums or mixtapes yeah, so, have you put out bef prior? Um, this is my fifth, my sixth summer doing this. Okay. So, um, I like to think about it in summers, but the uh, so six years really, but six summers really putting things out and putting things together because I normally drop in the fall. Um, this is my first time putting a project out in the summer. You should have called it six summers. That's yeah, kind of a no. name. I, I was thinking, actually, actually, I, I might do that in July because um, I just I just thought about that the other day. I was like, man, like six summers that would be a dope name. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it actually might be my project that I'm going to release in in July, but. Um, yeah, it's been. I've been doing it. I started rapping in the summer, so like, I figure that's like my first, my first. Is it like summer. a nostalgic thing for you, or just yeah, like yeah. The, like the I, summertime makes you think it of just makes me feel. It makes me feel good. I write. I normally write in the winter, and then um, live all all summer. You know what I mean. Then I have things to write about all winter. Um, so like I, I've been trying to catalog. You know, like my life and times when it's when I'm outside, and in the winter I pretty much st I'm like I stay in the house. So sure. Um, that's just kind of like my, that's been my life for 27 years. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, outside of rap, yeah, yeah. there's like some new things in your life, right? You're yeah, yeah, yeah. recently um, a uh, married man. I yeah, 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 yeah. We, we're engaged. Engaged, <laughs> yeah. oh, engaged, engaged to be my, married. Yeah. My, my apologies. Um, oh, no, I mean, it's all the same, really. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're in it. Yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah, me, uh, me and my fiance uh, got engaged in December and, um, you know, planning a wedding, you know, it's, just, it's, it's a process. Yeah, how do you yeah. think that's gonna affect your writing? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's all the same. Uh, <laughs> you know, because I write like we uh, I mean, we live together. You know what I mean. So it's not like she gives me like so much time to just do me. Um, she is a, uh, a fashion designer, so she has a lot of time. She just sewing. She's in the house. You're both sewing in your creative. Things. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. both in our creative zones most of the time. Um, and then we just love each other when we're not in that in that zone. So it's just like it's it's a cool dynamic. It's the first dynamic I've been in like this. Um, so for me, it's like um, it's a really cool zone to be in where um, you know work is first, um, and we understand why we're working is for each other. You know. Yeah. 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 So it's cool. Definitely. Now, well, I guess we went into this a little bit mm -hmm. um, when I talked to you at the strip fest. Yeah, yeah. Which but, was awesome, by the way. Uh, yeah, it was. That was yeah, a yeah. really, really good time. I'm yeah. bummed I missed your set. I know, I missed yours too. I was just yeah. running around all day. That was, <laughs> yeah. It was wild. It's one of those things where it's like you're around like so many people yeah. you know, but you can't really hang out. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot to do. I spent, I spent the whole day down there. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. yeah, definitely. But yes. now you mentioned like you started rapping a little bit late, like older in like high yeah, school, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I we, let's, let's dive more into that. Cause we yeah, just kind of like yeah, we yeah. brushed over it. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. High school. I didn't. It was like I was 17, maybe. Eight, I was a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. And um, I was singing before that. Like my buddies, like I, I sang in like choir and stuff like that. And my my friends that rapped were like yo i need you to do a, a hook you know so <laughs> you be became like, that guy yeah so like it was like <laughs> i was like you know like the dude in the hood that can like sing so i was like all right like i guess i can do that so i would you know what i mean i would do hooks and um try to come up with ideas for songs for a couple cats um around the way rest in peace k styles um he passed away he was the first dude that really ever wanted me to get on anything um 
and he passed away. It wasn't even like no gang violence shit, man. He just it was random as hell. Got bit by a bug on what? vacation. Yeah, came back a week and passed away. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah. So I when I when I say like rest in peace, somebody, it's not always gang violence. I feel like always people always think that kind of shit. Well, like, that's an awful yeah, yeah, way I'm, to yeah. think. Yeah. But, but yeah. people like every time I say something like about that, they're like, oh, like shooting or something. I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> You know, like it's it's fucked up in general, yeah. but you know what I mean. It was just like it was a bug bite, dude. Like a, he was in away on vacation, came back and a bug bite. And I, haven't, I wasn't really that close with him after that point in time, but um, it's always sad, man. He was the first person to ever like want me to get on something, um, so I'm forever grateful for that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> um, it got you started. Yeah, yeah, and it was like singing and stuff like that, and um, and then I had a little rap group, you know, me and my boy um, Job, who's still a close friend of mine and um jimbo and we had a little rap group called um east end boys okay and then uh my man t-con who uh he's still rapping now too he stopped rapping for a while but he started rapping again uh he was a collective group of four people we used to just you know rap and shit like that you know make up stupid fucking songs and then that's uh, how it always seems to start yeah it's just, just like, like cutting up and then yeah. one day like you decide you want to take it seriously yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean we were like it, it's the songs that came out kind of like silly you know what i mean like we were trying to be serious as hell and then and then <laughs> i started rapping with like some some really funny people from school we call it we were called stacks of green and it was just like cut up and we started selling records like people loved like these stupid ass songs about like like masturbating on the computer or like mm-hmm. fucking like we had a song called ride my leg which was like incredibly huge in my school where like it was just about like a girl a girl at? sitting on your lap willen hills high school okay yeah it was just about a girl sitting on your lap at what like year did you graduate uh 2007 okay yeah i graduated from willen hills yeah. in oh four oh four yeah so yeah you know, know some people i was a probably a freshman yeah somewhere around there well, you were a senior or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I, a lot know. different in high school, though. I was rapping, yeah. but I, yeah. I was, uh, I had like crazy spiky hair <laughs> and like <laughs> stupid pants and shit. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah, man. We, um, you know, John Fitcher? Yeah. Yeah. His little brother, Pat. Okay. Uh, who also makes beats. He's still uh, incredibly talented at that. Um, he was in that first little rap group, like, um, man, just ran. Yeah, man. I know John. Me and John go <laughs> way back. He was. It was my first graffiti beef yeah. with John Fisher. <laughs> yeah. You know what's even funnier about it? It was in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> we smooth, we smoothed things over. Yeah, over time. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah that, was, that was fucking funny as hell. Yeah, but yeah, man. yeah. Um, he was one of the first people I knew, actually, who got into uh, DJing, scratching, yeah. and beat production and stuff I mean, that like dude's that. incredible. He's an oh, yeah. incredible musician. Yeah. Um, seeing him work was like one of the reasons why I wanted to take it serious. Like, we would just be kind of like just fucking around and like i started seeing like him and then um my homies franchise and uh vinnie radio the come up boys okay um seeing them and then they introduced me to mac miller and um seeing mac just work um and being really close with him and um just vibing with him was like the thing that really was like dude like i really want to do this like i think this is possible for for us right and this was before mac had made it i was like i think this is possible for us like we're taking this shit real serious and it's we're walking down the street and people are like yo like we know you like we like your shit and i was like oh fuck like that's pretty crazy and then i started taking it serious probably like six years like whenever mac made it that's when i started going like really serious with it and i was like yo it's possible like because from pittsburgh it's like you don't know what's possible until you kind of see something happen and like Wiz kind of blew up but it was like we knew it was going to blow up. That was like a, it was like kind of an outside looking in, but I was kind of close to the Wiz situation because we were all, all recording down ID Labs. Yeah. But like, it was like, Wiz was already on his way, you know? And for us, it was like, I'm in it, you know? Like, I'm in this Mac Miller thing. So like, when it became possible, it was like, oh shit. Definitely. It's real. Like, yeah. You can really you, do that. Yeah. You're, yeah. You know, that's like somebody yeah. that you were just like, when you, when it's with, somebody that you're having conversations like how are we gonna do this right yeah. and then one of them figures it out it's <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah. shit it's like it's like you have a bunch of homies that are all playing the same video game <laughs> right and one of them figures out how to beat that boss and yeah, you're yeah. like yo how'd you beat that boss <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how it was it was like it was just like okay like we figured out like ustream was like a thing like a huge thing right like i don't know if people still use ustream like all like no nah, i think like periscope yeah and periscope kind of took like, over that yeah. like that that realm of that but he was just rapping on ustream you know and then it was like 10 people and then like 
30 people and then like a thousand people that was mac that was doing yeah that? oh really yeah just freestyling he would free, he would get on there freestyle for half an hour 45 minutes straight huh we would just throw on different beats on the computer he was in front of the computer just rapping and then he would have people like put like uh words in the side in the chat and he would just start rhyming the words that were in the chat i never knew about that that's that. pretty awesome and that's how it really like that's how it got to where it was i mean it started out it was like there's four people in this Ustream. And then it was like, there's 10 people in it. Then the next time we get on, there was 30 people and then a thousand people. And then it just kept building because people kept hearing about this white kid that just was like doing it. And we were just in the back, like looking stupid, like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it worked for him. He's a, he's a megastar right now. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. crazy. He's so, in like Europe or some shit. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> now, like with after like, all that stuff goes like yeah. goes and stuff like that. You hadn't really released any solo music up until that point, or yeah, you... no, not at all. Okay, so yeah. it was after yeah, he yeah. blew up, and then you're like, okay, like yeah, 2010. Let's figure this out. Yeah, 2010, 2010 yeah. Uh, November. I can't, dude, I can't believe that was six years ago. Yeah, Anyways, already, like, right? Yeah, Jesus Christ. November of 2010. Okay, I, uh, released beautiful music, my first project. All right. Yeah. So now, in terms of like production and getting beats done for your yeah, stuff, yeah. Is you, do you produce? No. Okay. No, so, no. but do you? Everybody that does beats with you are those people that you know personally? Yeah, from, absolutely. Okay, uh, know, like, I mean, there's outsource. some people like yeah, like you know, the internet. You know everyone personally um, <laughs> if you talk to them enough, right? Yeah. Um. So, but I mean, are they like people, local yeah, producers? Most people are from Pittsburgh, like. Um, my right hand man Nate Cody um, he does all my engineering um, I'll record myself and then he kind of just throws, okay. throws his master mix on it and yeah. then we send it off for mastering to a guy he has um, so Nate Cody um, he's been riding with me for a few years this project Hen Dog Millionaire has been the first project that we've exclusively worked on together um okay so he did all the production all, on it oh not all the production but he did all the mixing and oh, mastering okay i got you i got you um and kind of helped me with the creative direction of everything um i would just send him stuff like yo you think this is cool you think this is you know not cool whatever whatever um so he really helped me out with that and um shuma he's from manesson um he produces a lot of stuff for me um billy hoyle uh okay yeah i know uh, yeah he did that uh he just did that thing with Momo on yeah, yeah, travel yeah, through yeah. those beats yeah, are yeah, so yeah. I mean, disgusting. He's, he's incredible. He's incredible. And I, I got a beat from him that was like one of his trap trap type beats. Like, <laughs> I had him up and he like he was like, I got a couple I don't like. I got a couple I really like. And I was like, I know the ones you don't like are going to be the ones that I really like. Um, and those were the ones I really liked. They were like the more trap style, less um, boom, bap, hip hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but those beats that he sent me were all incredible. But I just chose one from that pack. Yeah, so do you... When you're picking out beats, do mm -hmm. you kind of like try to stick to a particular um, like aesthetic or like a sound? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, like before I even start recording, I go into like um, I, I kind of know what I want out of the the music. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, I do a lot of thinking before I even record. Like the recording process only takes me like a month maybe um, to really like record everything. But I go through and I find all the beats, um, a lot of the beats beforehand. Do you? Yeah. yeah do you? Um, write to beats like will you write to a beat or you just like mix like match um, verses to no, different no, beats I always, like, I always write to a beat okay yeah I always write to a beat and then I like to get the um the stems for the beats or the track outs because I want to switch up my flow or something like that um I need to just be able to alter the beat um so that's where Nate Co Cody comes in hand where he's like or I'm like, yo, I, I want this. I want the drums dropped out here, or I want, okay. you know, yeah. can you add some instruments to this? Um, so he's like, you know, like. Um, so you're like structuring songs, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Definitely. it's really like um, when people are like, like my some of my homies be like, yo, like you only recorded one song in like two weeks. I'm like, yeah, I've been working on one song for two weeks. Like I got to get it right, you know. And it doesn't sound like it really does. Like when I listen to it afterwards, it doesn't sound like I've done anything to it. It sounds like a regular song, mm -hmm. but like you know all in all like from where it started to where it got it's like damn i understand why people take to it the way people do because i built it to feel this way yeah you know, you know there's like that that's it's weird you know i think that i'm always a quality over quantity mm -hmm. when it comes to putting out product yeah, you know it's like yeah. i don't i write all the time yeah but i don't release stuff very often just because yeah. it's like you know i want to i gotta let this marinate <laughs> you know i can't just yeah. like get like some like little loop beat and then right. just rap on it. Cause I mean, I write all my own beats yeah, yeah. on top of yeah. writing the rhymes and I record all my own stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like there's three different steps that I'm also taking care of. I'm not just like <laughs> getting the beat from someone and yep. then like rapping and then giving it to someone. Yeah. So. yeah it's, um, 
I want to get into it. I made I made my first beat the other day. Um, oh, okay. And then I sent it to Nate Cody. He's like going to make it like really awesome. <laughs> but that's like how I like to do it anyway. Like I love just having um, empty beats and then being able to build on top of it. Yeah, it seems like um, you already got an ear for like structuring yeah. a song. Yeah, yeah. And- I mean, I think that's like just from growing. Like I did music. My I've been doing music my whole life. My mom was a singer in the choir, church choir. So like I always had like a an interest in it. And then I learned how to play instruments young. So like I know how to like structure and play music and do all that. I just don't like I don't like to do it. It's like too time consuming for me okay. to like do it. But I may like once I you know, once this is the only thing I'm doing music is the only thing i'm doing i'll probably get back into it all right yeah. so that's that's an, a, an end goal right now oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah doing music full time oh absolutely yeah. yeah 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 i uh i don't know that's maybe another conversation i'm not ready to get into right now <laughs> but uh i don't know and it's weird for me because like my day job is in music yeah, yeah. i work at a record label yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's not my music <laughs> right so yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. bit different <laughs> but you know it all like yeah comes yeah together yeah i always wanted to work at a record label too i went to school for that i went to school for uh entertainment business uh when i decided i wanted to go to college uh which was before i even started making really my own music so um i was like an artist manager for a while like i managed um an artist from florida uh, he went to full sail university with me okay um jakari he doesn't even do it anymore but dude was literally the most talented singer i've ever heard um, it's hard but yeah he just you need like the stopped. the right uh, it doesn't really even matter like how good you are yeah, yeah, or yeah. like and people used to say well like it's who you know and like at the same it doesn't even matter who you know no. for real for real yeah. like what what do you think it is just like 110 percent luck or what i think it's um it's just yeah it's half luck half like right place right, right time place, type right of shit time. yeah yeah i really do i mean there's people like you think about people that aren't really even that talented but you know they, like, they get on like, let's even talk like uh azalea banks or whatever i literally i've never listened to a song of hers I've but tried. Like, she's always on the internet for something other than her music. Oh yeah. Um, which is like to me, it's taking space. You know, like I've never, like I've really never been compelled to listen to her music, but it's like taking space. Like she was talented enough to get to a certain point for whatever reason. I, I don't know because I never listened to the music. But like you're wasting, you're wasting everything. If just 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 stick to the music. If you have if you have a message to say, just say it in the music. You know, like why are you trolling on the internet all day every day, ruining your career? for whatever the ultimate i don't think i mean it's like it's not really it's just keeping her in the spotlight you know how how this bullshit is now (laughs) like you can stay afloat it's like like that's a way for her to just stay in people's minds without having to put out music all the time that is true that is true that's what she's doing she's using the internet for that like what's what's cheaper like making music producing an album or (laughs) posting a tweet you (laughs) know like if you got however yeah. many fucking followers she has that's true that's true but it's just like i don't know i think it's like right place right time and i think for like for cast like just because i've seen success happen like for for mac it was um his connection was local like russian records you know it was like and the way they were moving with wiz it just it fell at a very perfect time the timeline was incredible like started making music at 15 by 17 we were traveling by end of him being 17 it was like Russian records you know it wasn't like that it wasn't that hard it was yeah. it was you streaming youtube we're, we're making that rise at the time and he just found a niche and it wasn't like we tried to do that you know it just happened it just yeah. kind of like the it just grew we had a plan it was like the internet is the way to go like the blogs are the way to go right like it wasn't about like selling cds out of the trunk of the car anymore we understood that we were young right it was like the internet, the internet, the internet. Let's be on MySpace. Let's be here. Let's be there, right? And then it was just like, we don't have to go anywhere. We could just go to the computer and be awesome on the internet. And that's what we did. Like I was, I'm Mac Miller's first follower because I made him get a Twitter. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, Twitter is about to be popping, dude. Like yeah. get a Twitter. And he got a Twitter and he has like 3 million followers or something like that. Yeah. So like, um, it was always internet first. It wasn't really about anything else, you know? No. As far as you putting out music now, you yeah, know, yeah. six years later, seven, yeah, eight, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. How are you, what are you, what are you doing? Because I know that you um, made physical CDs. Yeah, yeah. But I made less than I normally less, make. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. are you still just pushing hard on digital? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, I think for for me, what I want to what I want to do, um, just 
future, like long term, I want to bring back physical copies. I think that's like, um, like if you look right here, it's these are it's collectors. Oh yeah, items right. Like regardless, you can get this music on the internet right now. Everything you have here, you can get on the internet. High quality. It doesn't have to be anything. It's it. It has a different feel when you're breaking it up and chopping and listening to it um, when it's spun. Um, but that's the point, right? It, like, if everything was supposed to be perfect, like, digital is making everything perfect. Everything is not supposed to be perfect and when it's you play it. It, 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 like, takes away, it takes away character. It takes away sure uh, the it, experience. It makes it easier to forget about it, too. Oh, yeah, because everything You know, new. like, if yeah. you give me a CD, yeah, yeah. that's going to sit on my desk for a week or two yeah. before I listen to it, right. but I'll probably listen to it. Yeah. If you just, like, oh, say, hey, like, go on my Spotify or whatever, yeah. I'm going to forget about that, yeah, like, and, and, in an I, hour, probably. And I think, I mean, like, for me, and this is really, like, kind of long-term goal, it's, like, it's about apps. It's about push notifications. It's about um, being digital, but also being um, there, right? Like, being in front of someone's face at all times. Push notifications. If I didn't get push notifications for things, I wouldn't know what was going on in my day based on like my calendar i would forget about shit all the time <laughs> um, but my phone tells me a notification pops up and tells me i have this at this time right um i think with music as well like if you get smart you know people download my app for free or download my app for five dollars you get music for free for a year i drop four albums in that year you've only ever paid five dollars for it you so don't you have to go through title you don't have to do that i don't have that that's what i want to do oh so I okay get, i want to okay, get with i want to get, get with other developer and really do this okay. but i think that's where music should go i think if you love an artist you should pay for an artist one time he should give you as much music as he sees fit for the amount of money you pay him and you should be able to consume all the music because that's what he wants to give you right like you're an artist you want to give the world music you should be able to do that um do you fuck with Bandcamp? i do I yeah because i know that they're doing like subscription stuff now yeah where uh you know you can set up a thing with people who will subscribe to your account for mm. i don't know i guess you can make it however much you want to yeah. make it like a dollar a month yeah. or some shit yeah but then you know you can release stuff that only your subscribers yeah, get yeah. and whatnot and yeah yeah I, I, i'm gonna look into that yeah like, i feel like that's you know like for for me like if i was a fan of something like there's a lot of fluff on the internet there's a lot of shit just coming on the internet every single day sure, yeah. that i don't care about and it makes me miss things that i care about yeah because it's all blocked out right it's all blocked out because there's so much stuff like i can't go on soundcloud and find a song that i want because people are doing remixes of it and they name it the same exact thing as the song yeah. so when i'm searching the song i can't find i've what never I been want. able to pick up any traction on soundcloud yeah it's I, wild I, I i finally i have some now but it took god knows how long to get like not every everything i do gets like four thousand five thousand views which is amazing for me yeah and you know i'm like hell yeah like that's cool right like i met some of the right people i get re really awesome reposts from people that run like blogs on there which are all just music people repost music they go there to get their music so like I've gotten in really good places with those people. So now my following on SoundCloud is big. Like those people have followed my page. I post something, they get a notification about it. It's cool, right? Um, if they have notifications turned on and things like that. But <laughs> um, it's it's just a way for them to connect with me. And SoundCloud interface kind of sucks as far as like interacting with people. That fucking websites look the same since 2010. Yeah, yeah like I can't, I wish it was more of a social network where it, yeah. was, where it was based on music. That's like kind of what Bandcamp has. Yeah. Has more of a social element in it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how I know that if you're just a fan, you can sign up for Bandcamp, but I've yeah. never I've never done it or used it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think and to answer the original question, um for me, I just want to I don't know, I've just like like my listening party was on Monday, right? So I had a listening party, my release party's on Saturday. Um at Boom Concepts, the listening party was at Threads on Carson. Um, I put up the flyer, you know, like, and I, I feel like, you know, people are going to come. But it was a lot bigger turnout than I ever would have expected. Like, it was it was love. Like, there was a lot of love in the room. People were really excited to hear the project. Um, for something I've never done, I've never done a listening party. I've never let people hear my album before. How does the listening out. party work? Like, because I hear I, about listening parties, but I've never so attended one. The way I did mine, um, and I've never really attended one either, but and well, the ones I've attended were been like close friends and we just go to the studio, we play the songs. Oh, sure. It's like, like more like a private people, event. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, this was an open event for people to um, hear the project before it came out to everyone else. And um, it was packed. It was packed. And I was like, holy fuck, like... <laughs> Cool. I was like people care because I've been in, like in this hole for so long putting this project together. Yeah, that like when I came out of it, I was like, does anyone even care? 
you know what I mean? And then I'm like starting to promote it and I'm starting to see like, okay, lots of likes and retweets and that's how you have to base your 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 interaction and your fan base and your reach off of likes and interactions and impressions on, on different pages. So like you have to kind of rethink about how analytics work, you know? Dude, I hate um, it. And I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't know if, if anyone's coming, like, you know, cause you can never tell if anyone's coming. Yeah. There's, no, there's no physical tickets. I didn't pre-sell tickets or anything like that. So, um, and it was a free event. So it was just like, yo, come, uh, packed in there. People were waiting to hear the album. They're like, yo, I'm excited. Coming through the door, gifting me Hennessy because that's what I love to drink. <laughs> and, um, which is half the reason why How it's called. How much Hennessy Hen- do you have now? Why well, it's called Hen Dog Millionaire. I had, well, I drank, we drank it all that night. Like, I just, <laughs> we were just passing around bottles, you know? <laughs> um it was good man yeah it was fun and and that's the vibe i wanted man it's it's i want people to feel like when you when you listen to my music or when you're around me or when you um or in my zone yeah Yeah. my palermo stone zone right it's like um you feel at home and you feel like you're part of the family and um the music's just an extension of every day you know it's an extension of life and love and and um the world that I see, the world that I came from, the world that my friends still live in. And I've been blessed to have, you know, be separated from um, the neighborhoods I grew up in. But, like, I got people still there. You know what I mean? They're going through What neighborhood situations. did you grow up in if you went to um, Willow Hills? I grew up in, uh, well, Willow Hills, I, just, I lived in Braddock. Okay, uh, yeah. When I lived in Willow, when I went, went, went to Willow Hills. Um, North Braddock, really. So yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit outside of, like, the danger zone of Braddock, but yeah. all my homies lived in Braddock. Yeah. Um, and then the people I hung out with really lived in East Pittsburgh. Like I, I tried mm-hmm. to stay away from all the trouble as much as I could. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, and then when I grew up, grew up in McKeesport, I stayed in Crawford village, which is like notorious for being one of the worst parts, um, in the city really. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Now we kind of went off yeah. the listening party. Yeah. How did you, you just play the album? Yeah, yeah. So like I had, yeah, yeah, I just had people in there. Um, we was vibing out just the regular music. I had my DJ, DJ Spills. Um, just ended up, we were just playing music, vibing. Everyone's drinking, getting loose. And then um, about, because the album's 25 minutes long, so around 7.30, I like turned the lights out in there, brought everybody in. And, um, you know, said a little something about the album and then... Um, just played it and people were just like listening and then when songs were like hype and the the singles i released like everybody dancing was dancing around and stuff. yeah um it was just a great vibe great vibe um i was happy man i'm still i'm still riding off that vibe, you know? <laughs> you're doing a release show this weekend yeah so the release yeah. show is um saturday at boom concepts it's um I unfortunately love that. this ain't gonna be up before saturday yeah, yeah <laughs> but I, uh yeah so so the release show was on saturday it was on saturday <laughs> on saturday and then it was fucking legendary <laughs> <laughs> a little foreshadowing for that um yeah but yeah, i, mean, I haven't like, been down the boom concepts yet boom concepts cool little art space uh um, what time is the show the show starts at eight um oh, fuck, i will be going I, it's eight to midnight so okay. it's, it's a longer event so i got djs i got yeah. people performing things like that i have an event i'm attending at mr smalls that same smalls evening oh really yeah um so yeah it's gonna be um good vibes man um ten dollars to get in if you got hennessy it's five dollars. We're gonna cut the price in <laughs> half for you. I got my favorite chick. I, I fi- love it. That's my awesome. favorite chicken joint. Um, Hooks Fist and Chicken will be catering the event. It is like you it's, for real. It, yes, it's, that a, it's is a fucking hood, awesome. It's like it's a hood party, man. Like that's like it's um, it's and that, and that's like those are the things that like uh, I love. Like I literally like like and it sounds so like stereotypical um, of a black man. But like I love Hennessy and I love Hulk's fish and chicken. Like those are like the two things that if I could and not and rapping, yeah. like, those you, are the two things that like if thing, I man. if I if never existed again, I would be pissed. <laughs> 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 like I would be pissed off. And it's um so I want everybody to enjoy that. It's people were like, Y'all never had hooks. I'm like, yeah, like wait till the event. Or people that have like had it, they're like Yo, you having hooks at the event? I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're gonna be catering it. So, um, it's gonna be that. It's a lot of um, a lot of my favorite rappers from the city that just have amazing performances. Um, that their stage presence is unreal. Like I, I, I picked purposely like um, all these people to um, be there, DJs to do it. You know, people that I've seen perform and, and that really are really gonna just shut it down. Get yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a vibe, man. Everything is calculated. Everything. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I am upset that I cannot hey, be there. There will always be more. But hey, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. gonna be more. How often do you play out? Um, less, a lot less than I used to. Yeah. Um, is that like a like a 
I'm assuming it's a calculation <laughs> yeah. of uh, not giving the people too yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, it's and about, also being like yeah, I an mean, adult, full time job bullshit, yeah, yeah, and just yeah, having yeah. your time. To yeah, just yeah. Chill. I have my time. I have kids. You know what I mean? Like I have things like that. But it's um, it's more about um, trying not to do too much uh, and give people too much. It's, it's almost more about just like um, being able to sell tickets, man. Getting people through the door. Um, if you do it too much, it takes away from that. You know, if they saw you last week, they're probably not going to come out this week because no. I haven't dropped any new music, so it's going to be the same show. You know? Yeah. And I try to do the, I try to do a similar show every time. Like I, I want to give, like once I know an experience is, feels like this, I'm going to do that for every new person I see uh-huh. um, because I want to. I want if I gained like people were blown away, I'm doing that again, and I'm going to do it again and again until people don't love that anymore. Yeah, I'm at yeah. the point now. Like uh, my last full length i released it in september yeah so it wasn't that long ago but Mm -hmm. now i'm like getting to the point where like i played a show and i was like okay like i've seen i've seen these people here (laughs) and i'm just like all right i got some new stuff in my back pocket it's time for me to pull this one out yeah 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 and i i think that's it's important right it's important especially if you're doing a lot of shows in your city um it's important but we are um about to go out on a small tour for just the summer um, so starts in Erie on June 4th. Um, so coming up in like three weeks and then, um, Erie, we're doing Cleveland, we're doing Columbus, we're doing Philly, we're doing New York, we're doing Maryland, we're doing Virginia, got a show in Cali, trying to go down a little bit further. So we're still booking out things. Detroit, we just locked in as well. Um, at the shelter of all places, okay. um, eight, eight mile, um, <laughs> Where Eminem threw up on his shirt with his mom's spaghetti. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be doing that. Um, so yeah, we just got all these out of town shows booked because the, the SoundCloud is doing well. So like, there's people like everywhere trying to um, get a taste of um, this Pittsburgh shit. You know? That's what's up. Who are you yeah. going out with? Uh, me and JKJ, who's um, an artist under Rare Nation under uh, my label. Um, PK Delay and Joel Kellum, who have their own company called The Company Only. Um, Norman Dean and Space Jam Jeff, which have their own company called Team Epic. Um, it's going to be us, so it's called the um, Epic Nation Only Tour. So okay. Team Epic, Rare Nation, the company only. Um, we're going out and we're just doing um, doing us, man. Those, those are dudes that I have on my show. Um, they have just amazing stage presence and the songs, the music, the vibe is always good. Good-hearted people, and I always feel like I just vibe with people that put good energy out in the world because it always comes back, you know. So um, that's why I feel like they're being they're they're gaining success because they put lots of good energy out in the world. So that makes get sense. It back. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, down you said you mentioned just like at kind of the beginning when we were talking about that uh, summer six or sick whatever yeah, it yeah, was six summers. Yeah. You were talking about dropping something else in July. Yeah. What's going yeah. on with that? Um. I just I recorded a lot for um Hendog Millionaire. Okay. Um a lot of stuff I scrapped, but I, I think there was there was great um ideas and content there. Yeah. Um but the production I just didn't have the time to well I had the like, time I could have dropped it whenever I felt like it, but <laughs> um I wanted to spend more time with certain things. Um so, and they were kind of different ideas than the the fit the structure of Hen Dog. Yeah, maybe like um like the songs didn't quite, yeah, quite mi- mix like with mix those and, ones. And yeah, match. yeah, yeah. Um so I have maybe one or two songs and that's really it that um I know for sure are gonna go on this next project. But I want to build around that vibe and that energy and that feeling for um the middle of the summer. Cause this like this project is great for right now. Like people are like, yo, I'm riding around to it. Like this is amazing. The sun's out today. Like they're feeling good about it. <laughs> so um, what's gonna be different about the next um, one? I think it's just going to be more rapping. I did a lot of like, eh, I mean, it's rapping. Like, I'm rapping. Um, but it's going to be just more bars. More I got bars. you. And then kind of more aggressive, too. Like, it's just like. Um, yeah, like, I got, I got, what, the way, I, I checked out some of the stuff that you had put out. Yeah. And it's it seemed like it was taking that more modern approach where, right. like, even the verses are kind mm-hmm. of structured like hooks. Where yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. a consistent pattern of, mm-hmm. like, um just catchy rhythms mm-hmm. and yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that yeah. throughout the song yep, absolutely. whereas like if you get into something that's like real bar heavy yeah, yeah. you're losing that you're yeah, kind of yeah. just like yeah you kind of it's like, not you... so uh formulated to like right. keep the common listener's ear right. going constantly exactly whereas exactly. like i think like the stuff with like you know the yeah. other stuff is yeah. why 
like m- rap has really taken off into oh, the yeah, mainstream yeah. the way that it has and oh, why yeah, that yeah. like super bar heavy stuff never did is because right. right. unless you're like a hip hop head right yeah you're just like it's hard it's hard all right, to, yeah, i'm just waiting for the hook to come exactly yeah it's hard it's hard to catch it um unless you're looking for it right yeah, so yeah, yeah. um again everything's calculated so i made this project uh like that you know i made it really a really catchy project you know nothing i didn't want to put too many words in i didn't want to but i there's a way to say things um i say all the time so i'm like man like i'm saying the same shit as kendrick or i'm saying the same thing as cole but i'm just saying it differently you know i like we're talking about the same the same situations and the same things but i'm just saying it with less words and because the people that i rock with like around the neighborhood they don't want all the words you know like they, <laughs> okay. they don't want to think about it they want to understand they want to ride around they want to feel it and they want to enjoy it and they want to be able to just you know catch a couple bars out and feel good about themselves when they rapping it you know sometimes when you're listening to like kendrick or listening to cole or listening to something more bar heavy it's almost like you don't get to rap along you have to just appreciate it as a listener. It's almost yeah. like it's almost like watch, looking at a painting and trying to appreciate it for what it is, and not being able to like be a part of it, um, for 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 different reasons. Right? Sure. Like, Do you think that like some people like the, uh, a listener of mm-hmm. music likes to put themselves in a position when they're riding around listening to it, like almost like maybe putting themselves in the shoes yeah. of the performer? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I think that's um, how it is. Like that's what people have a fascination with West Coast music. You know, especially here, you know, like I think a lot of people in Pittsburgh love like West Coast vibes. They love the game. They love Dom Kennedy. They love Polyester the Saint. They love these underground dudes, these dudes that are coming up because it's like, damn, like it's palm trees, good weed and bitches. You know what I mean? Like that. that's what like we, we don't have we don't have that vibe. Right. Like, yeah, you know, we smoke a lot of weed in Pittsburgh, but it's not legal. Right. So like. You know, we we do the same things. We kind of try to live the same life as people that are living it, and we see it on on the TV. And it's nice weather all the time. These palm trees, these beautiful women walking around. Like, we don't have that. We don't have a beach to go to. So, like, when you listen to, to that music, you kind of go into that zone. Like when I first heard, even like on some East Coast shit. Like when I first heard Jay Z's Reasonable Doubt, that was the first album I had. We talked about it at the um, at the Strip District Music Fest, and I was seven years old. But and I saw my neighborhood like I was always like a guy that was looking right and I was always like observation is power right the power yeah. of observation is, is is powerful so I was a kid and I was just looking around my neighborhood all the time and I grew up in the, the worst neighborhood in McKeesport in the area at the time the mid nineties it was we were Crips and the other hoods were Bloods and that's what it was like Crawford Village was Seaville Cripville that's what it was so I'm walking around there's there's shootouts every other night I'm in the middle of shootouts my boy got shot and died at seven and like shit was real yeah so like when i listened to music i was just looking for people to talk about it in an intellectual way and then jay-z came and i was like oh shit like he's talking about the neighborhoods the people that i see you know like <laughs> does he live over here What's yeah like <laughs> yeah yeah and it was like it was like holy shit like somebody's actually rapping for me you know uh-huh. like you know there was tupac there was even biggie you know things like that but i was like it just didn't connect the same they were talking about like biggie was always a little, little flashy you know, yeah. and his rhymes, you know, and then like Tupac was on like a different vibe as well, but um like Jay Z just kinda did it for me. So I was like, yo, I, when I make music, if I ever made music and when I decided I wanted to make music, I always wanted to make music that felt um authentic and felt real and that people like me would understand and the people and then I saw how Jay Z had so much success, it was people that weren't like him that understood it too so i was like i got everything i do i need to have that in mind you know yeah i think that um a problem with me is that i tend to be pretty selfish when i write i try to write things obviously from my own life experiences as well but i'm not always thinking about filtering it in Mm -hmm. a way that maybe it could be more accessible to some people and sometimes i'm just like a little bit too transparent or like i take it yeah, too and far. It, and that's, to that's some the, extent, I think that's the thin line of um, becoming popular in the mainstream and also just having like a cult following. Yeah, because that, like, you know, that that transparency gets you like a cult following. People yeah, people really become almost obsessed with you and your life and the things that happen around you. Um, and then there's that other side where it's like they don't really give a fuck about you, but like yeah. they love your music. You know, like yeah, which is like um, you know Jay Z. Like Jay Z's not in the tabloids because people don't give a fuck about him, really. You know, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> they love his music. They're waiting for him to release music, you know? Yeah, like, if it wasn't for Beyonce, yeah, I like, feel like almost he like, would be like way outside yeah, of right, the public yeah, eye. Yeah, like way far out. And there's even like rappers like, and I don't know if it's just me, but like I don't know anyone who like follows like Future. You know, like they're not like worried about what the fuck Future is doing on like a Tuesday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's rappers that like people are like worried about what they're doing at all times. Um, I think it depends. Like, I don't, know, I don't follow really any uh, yeah, rappers I, yeah, on social media yeah. or anything like that. But it's like I think that a lot of that becomes a byproduct of how they put themselves out there. Yeah. Like Azalea Banks. For yeah. Example, right, right. Taking yeah. the conversation back. Right. Like right. I don't follow Future on Twitter, but I've never yeah. heard anybody saying anything about him saying <laughs> some dumb shit on Twitter <laughs> yeah, or really right, being right. out there. So maybe he's just yeah. like. Yeah, in his own zone. In his, his own, own zone, thing. making music. That's why he puts out like twenty albums a year because he's just in the studio. Um, that would be fucking I like nice. That kind of shit. You know what I mean? I like I like people that just put in work. You know, like that's the kind of music I really enjoy. And that's why I've always loved Jay Z because he's always put out solid work um, consistently for damn like twenty years. From the longest, yeah, I'm twenty seven. Fuck yeah, twenty years. <laughs> he's been putting out music because um, I was seven years old when he dropped Reasonable Doubt. So um, yeah, man. I just want to, I want to be as big as that one day. Do you have any, uh, I don't know. I don't even know where to, I don't even know what to say yeah. about that. You know, just like, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it seems like you have your head in the right shoulders and like everything's like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. But it be, there's always that, it's, 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 that block. It's, it's like there's that, there's place. that one little, it's time that one place. little puzzle piece, man. I, honestly, like right, right now at this moment in time, um, well, since 2016, Really, the middle of two. I had a I had a really rough 2015. First of all, um, a lot of fucked up shit happened. But then I, um, I met the girl of my dreams. I um, was able to be back in my children's life more. I um, got my team back together. I built my own studio. Like shits just was starting to click. Sure. End of 2015, coming in 2016. Um, so I would say, like, really for the past year almost. Um, shit's just been beautiful and the vibe has been back right everything's been back good every time i meet somebody when i step into a spot it's all love it's amazing it's great feelings um the internet people are finding me from like that are managers and stuff like that trying to manage me like shit like that um it's close i feel like you know i feel like i'm closer than i've ever been and i feel like i was more popular at a point in time um but I, I stay in the house more now, so I don't really feel the energy as much as I used to. But now the now when I step outside, it's a whole different vibe and a whole different energy, and um, it's amazing, man. Like even at the listening party, um, Artie Burns, the first round draft pick for the Sillers that we just drafted the cornerback, he was there, um, vibing, loving it. Like he just heard about it and came through because um, it was like an event on some page. He's like new in town. So like, like yeah. he doesn't, knows nothing to do, but he heard it was an event down the street because he's staying down south side somewhere. The Steelers put him up somewhere. Um, and he just came down and he's like, oh shit, like this is this is tight, man. Listen to the album. He was like, it's fucking incredible. Um, so like, it's just good. Good things are happening. Like, I, you know, and, it, yeah. and it's like, um, it reminds me of the time period when good things were happening for Mac, right? And it's like, yeah, if these things just keep happening, like, um, the next year or two, like, it's going to be awesome. Um, so, yeah. You ever, like, take a second to, like, like, when you're in it, you kind of get caught up sometimes. And you yeah. don't realize everything that's happening. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of have to, like, step outside of the box and look behind you and be like, oh, shit, all yeah. this stuff happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't enough. Because, um, I mean, sometimes I do. And I'm like, holy shit, I did a lot. I've been a lot of places. I've... Um, seen the world for, from music yeah and um met a lot of awesome people and famous people and a lot of people have heard my music and gave me great feedback that are like executives and regardless of if anything happened from it um those things happened those are experiences you <laughs> yeah. take with you yeah like those things happened and it's like like holy shit like sometimes i like i take a second to like think about it or someone will bring up something and I'm like oh yeah that did happen it's like stuff I forget about like stuff yeah. that like you, ne you should never forget about like experiences that like people would die to have that you had and you just forgot about it and sometimes I feel really shitty about that <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like it's good because I'm having a lot of great experiences yeah um, yeah man it's 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 a whirlwind dude it really is uh -huh. and I don't know when it, when it stops you know like when do you do you ever stop I don't know it's yeah. funny I'll I'll 
I will find myself like, man, I wish I, I wish like I could just like have a day to myself. <laughs> yeah. And then I get five minutes to myself yeah. and I'm like, yeah, what, like, what should I, I yeah, should be doing something. Out. Yeah, freaking out. I do that all the time. <laughs> this is fucked up. Yeah, like, dude, the other day I was doing that. I'm like, woke up, I don't know, six in the morning or something. I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, like, well, the, al- the album's done. Like, you know, what am I doing? It's out now. This was the other day, like the day after the album came out. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do now? Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not promoting the album. Like, necessarily promoting it. Like, not building up the hype for it. You know, the listening party was yesterday. Like, it went well. The show Saturday. You know, I don't want to do too much on social media. Like, and I don't want to sit here on the couch and just be on Twitter. So I was like, what do I do? Like, I don't know what to do. And then like my fiance is like, what are you gonna do today? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, probably just work on the next project. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I started doing. So like, um, it's like that weird time. It never stops. Like, and I don't know when I'll ever stop doing it. I've been doing it for a long time now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I think I always, I go through them like periods where I'm like, man, this is going to, I can't do, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But then the next day I'm just like, I don't know. Something yeah. happens. Like, you know, you'll get a message online or yeah, like yeah. And it keeps somebody you in, in like right? another state like buys a record off me and I'm like, <laughs> Alright. Yeah, like all right, you have to you have to do it, right? Like yeah. there's almost like this social responsibility to um you're a product, you know? Like like if you're what if one day Coca-Cola decided not to make Coca-Cola anymore? Like you'd be you'd be like, what the fuck? Like sure. and those people that love Coca-Cola would be pissed off. So the people that love you, I don't care if it's twenty people, thirty people, thousands of people, millions of people, the day you stop is the day that you piss off a lot of people. <laughs> and if you don't mind sure. pissing off the world, like, more power to you. Um, you're Trump. Um, <laughs> but if, you know, like, if you're me, right, like, I have to, like, I've, I've thought about it. I've been like, no, like, I'm done. Like, I'm done doing this. I put a lot of money into this. I didn't make, I might have broke even. Uh, I've been very blessed to, like, always break even um, or make money. Um but I've been to this point where I'm, when I break even, I'm pissed off because I'm like, I'm a hustler at heart. So, like, when I break even, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I should have made some money off that or whatever the deal, like, whatever the situation is. Um, and I made some bad decisions, like some bad money plays where it was just, like, put money into, like, an idiot's pocket and they oh, just for fucked sure. me over, like, on whatever, yeah. PR or whatever the fuck situation it was. Um, but, you know, you break even, you feel good about it. But then there's, there's those days where you're like, and I can't keep doing this for nothing. Right. Or I can't keep doing this for whatever. And then there's that person that like randomly like a, a fan that I gave my phone number to my personal phone number to. And they text me like, hey, man, like just listen to that song. Got me through the night. Like some bad shit just happened. And I'm like, oh, well, I got to make something else like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> because like that, even though like one person, because I know if one person feels that way, more people feel that way. Yeah, that's that's a one thing that I always try to remind myself and tell other people you know a lot of people now get all bent out of shape over you know facebook suppressing shit and like like, oh nobody's seeing the stuff because i'm not getting the likes and whatever and and i try to tell them it's like look there's a ton of people that are friends of mine that are even bands that i'm just fans of that i see their shit online and i don't like it i just see it i'm like oh word cool i might listen to it but i don't always hit that thumbs up button or i'm just not thinking about it so it's like you can't gauge your responses off of that right right. so it's like whatever your response online is Mm -hmm. it's even greater than that you're just never gonna know because some people just don't feel like saying nothing Mm -hmm. or some people are like shy yeah like it's so weird if you actually if you're doing um if anyone listening ever does like facebook like pay for promo on a page um the reach is is real that's a real reach it's people that are retweeting or liking or things like that that comes up on their page it's based on their friends you know the list of people that would normally see that and it's not like it's it's a far-fetched number sometimes like i have videos that i've posted just random videos that have like seven thousand views on facebook yeah. which is great and amazing um but the reach is like fifty thousand people did fifty thousand people buy my album two <laughs> past two days absolutely not um but fifty thousand people had the potential to see this now it's like how do i make content enough for those people to feel compelled to press like or to buy or to do that that's when you have to really start figuring out like what's the call to action right like what it what is it 
that makes this so compelling that it makes people want it more. Um, and that's where you have to start, right? And like, it's always different. It's not just one thing that works oh, universally no. for everything. No, no. Every each little thing that you're putting out has, has a, a different, a different thing, a different yeah. thing that you you're trying yeah, to get I, out. I, of like it. right now, like um, the best thing that's happened, I think, is I'm able to be fully myself. Like the things that I love, like like I said, like Hennessy, like Hulk's, like those things. <laughs> yeah. Those those are that that and like my kids and um, the love I have for my fiance and. Um, just the love I have for family and friends. Like those are things that resonate with my fans. Like my Instagram, they don't want to see me in the studio. They want to see me playing with my kids. Sure. They want to hear the music when the music comes out. But they want to know what's happening in my life outside of the music, right? Like and those are what I get most the most of my likes on. But then when the music comes out, all those people want to see me succeed because they know me as a person. They know what um know what it is that's important to um to me. And it becomes important to them as well. So for me, it's like just being myself. Like the Hennessy thing. Like like I said, people were gifting me Hennessy. Like, and it's like this is the best thing ever. Like you know, for me, it's like this is this is amazing. And you know, people are coming in. They're buying the album. They're buying the music. They're giving me Hennessy. Like you know, it's like you know, pats on the back, high fives, love the album. They're reciting lines. I'm like, this is this is what I've always wanted, right? Like, uh -huh. and then it's getting me to a platform where. You know, I'm, people are talking about Hennessy so much and tagging like Hen Dog Millionaire when they're drinking Henny and things like that, where I can reach out to a company like Hennessy and try to do a collaborative project for them to try to do some things in the community here, which that's what I'm working on currently, is trying to get them to put some money into Pittsburgh and build playgrounds and do shit like that, like for the communities to really be involved in this shit. Because now I have, I've made enough noise with this shit that I can start doing some extra shit like almost fuck the money you know what i mean like they're not gonna, hennessy's not gonna give me any money unless i'm like famous <laughs> yeah. but at least they're gonna do they might be able to do something in the community that's important for other people and then that's big in itself for me you know because that's i'm i'm i try to, i'm attached to that yeah. yeah it's 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 always it's good to see that you know that you it seems like you have like a bigger picture outside of yourself oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you have to like, yeah i mean you don't have to you don't have uh, to a yeah. lot of people don't yeah yeah but if you're like a half decent human being um I think it's important to like take care of the world you know you know like that's that's why you write your music you write your music about life you know what i mean like the fuck like you're just gonna spend it all on yourself or you're just gonna like <laughs> you know not worry about anyone else like it's it's important to like and i do i've done stuff like for my high school i've done stuff like i made it an, i had an art book published um from kids from my high school they did their senior project and we wrote a book about the creation of my company and we let them do the artwork for the book um that in itself was like a huge thing for people like these are kids these are 17 year old kids 18 year old kids these are seniors in high school and now they're getting their art published and it was we sold a lot of a lot of them yeah so like so they're like like this is amazing like my art is out and then there's people that went to art school after that because they were like this is something that i wanted to do now like because i've seen it happen i've seen people's faces i've seen um the reaction around school to my to my art so like this is something important and that for me that's something i will never forget that's something i live with like i forget the meeting people and shit like that but those are things i'll never forget you know like that's that's real it's the real shit like it's those are the tangible things in life uh-huh yeah no doubt yeah i think we could probably wrap this one up Hell i think yeah. we're, we're about hitting an hour i'm looking over there hour already yeah i think oh, so fuck. let me see where are we at yeah we're at like 55 minutes right now Hell yeah so hen dog millionaire yeah, I was going to say, what do you want to say? Um, Get it out there. Let them know. Hen Dog Millionaire, it's just it's just a good vibe, dude. Like, you hear you hear this interview. You never heard my music before. This is a great introduction to how my music's going to sound. I've gone through a lot of different changes, like musically, sonically, um, structurally, um, over time. This is the box I want to be in. This is where I feel most comfortable. This mm -hmm. is where I can create um, with the most ease and put out the most... Um, compelling music I can and I really found my stride so when you hear the music understand that this is me if you like it get used to it if you hate it it's just what it is you yeah. know um, Hen Dog Millionaire it's me it's my people it's my environment it's my life it's when you're right around I want you to feel like me I want you to feel like you're in the environment feel like you're in my zone in my life and um, it's nine songs or eight songs plus an intro where I'm just like bullshitting <laughs> And um, um, I hope no one paid 99 cents for the intro because it's literally just me talking. But don't <laughs> PSA, don't do that or do that if you love my voice. Um, 
and just get it man it's um it's amazing stream it apple music title spotify um it's not on soundcloud um yet it probably won't be um because this is going very well um <laughs> the way it is <laughs> so um i don't you know if you you get drake's music you get everyone's music somehow it's not on spotify or it's not on soundcloud so yeah um i know you have a streaming service so use it um it's on there if you want to buy it it's on itunes it's on amazon it's on google play store um to purchase um other than that i have hard copies i will ship them anywhere rarenation.com to buy those um hell yeah man that's what Dude, it is thanks for coming over i uh, appreciate you man yeah i love this place too um it's amazing cool vibes in here thanks man yeah what's up yeah, it's my finish little... unpacking. Yeah, yeah, I got to finish unpacking some stuff. Because it's cool in here, dude. We'll we should right. um, make some music. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's like that was like the most important thing. It's like I got yeah. the music shit unpacked. <laughs> Everything else can wait, you know? <laughs> so fuck it. But yeah, man, thanks. And I'm going to stop this Thank right you, now. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Palermo's a really, really good dude. Positive vibes. I love talking to musicians. I love talking to local MCs. You know, I rap, or at least I try to. That's all I have to say about that. I'll be back again next week with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2016. Whoop! Woo! Thanks for listening.